You've got work friends, you've got best friends, and now you've got ghoul friends. Hey ghoul friends, Celeste here. Just a quick disclaimer, this episode does contain references to sexual assault and rape, so if this is something that's triggering to you, you may want to skip this episode. Now on to the show. Hello and welcome to episode 7 of the Ghoul Friends podcast. I'm Celeste. And I'm Caitlin. And we're back for number seven. Seven. That's hard to believe. It's pretty good. It's pretty good for us, you know. We're trying to stay diligent. <laughs> we still have listeners, so. We still have listeners, and we actually have two listeners outside of the U.S. We know it's we... not just family and people we've harassed over and over to listen. I know, and you can kind of tell when we look down at the, like, breakdown of where <laughs> people are listening. It's like all the states that we have people in, <laughs> which we appreciate. Um, but we saw we had a listener in Mexico the other week. Uh-huh. And then one in Belgium, so that's Shout out. Awesome. Uh, yeah. Thank you, both of you. That's amazing. Yeah. Thanks for cool. Thanks for listening to us ramble all day. <laughs> we appreciate it. Cool. Yeah. Pretty boring week. Just to say nothing to It took forever. Yeah, this week really did drag. I feel like after having my family in town, it was really exciting and like go, go, go. And then it was like, oh, you have to go <laughs> work <laughs> again. Yeah. It was like and Tuesday. And we're both like, shit, that's only Tuesday? Like, I know. Oh, man. Oh, those are the worst weeks. And it's hard too because we have a big vacation coming up. And we we're sure just do. so ready. Ticking down the days. Yep. We're so ready to go. It's going to be a good time. It is going to be a good time. A well, well needed break. Yeah. Um, and in the meantime, we're just sweating our asses off up here in Mass. It's so true. It's hot. ACs are not doing a whole lot. No. Good thing we have the lake. It's true. I think a swim is in our future today. Absolutely. Think? I yeah, think so, too. Beautiful day here. It is. I see more boats now. It was kind of quiet this morning, and I was surprised. But yeah, they're starting to come out Beach now. is starting to fill up, and boats are out. Yeah. Don't blame them, but it feels good. Yep. All right. So what cool. are we talking about today? Possession. Possession. That's a, it's a scary, it's, it's a topic that really does scare me. I don't know about you, it but scary. it, I don't know. It just makes me a little uneasy. So I, you know, I think we should just go into this having good intentions and, uh, yeah. <laughs> with our guard up because yes. I'm not into inviting anything malicious it around. Scary. I've never seen anything like firsthand. No. Like, like possession or any no. thing like that. I think I would be like, oh fuck. Yeah. Do you believe in it? Oh yeah. Absolutely. I I sure do. You know, people have different um, kind of opinions on whether it exists. I mean, I I know personally I do and Mm -hmm. you do as well. Yep. So for that reason, it is kind of a scary topic because it's, you know, something you believe can happen. Yeah. You certainly don't want to happen. (laughs) Something just like takes over your body and just does what it wants. That makes me uneasy to think about. Oh, shit. No, thank you. (laughs) Awesome. Yeah. Do you want to go first? Um, Sure. So I kind of thought for this I would take... Pretty much one of the most uh, well-known stories of possession of all time. Okay. But kind of come at it from an angle that you probably don't know as much about. Cool. So the story that I chose to look up is the possession and exorcism of Roland Doe. Okay. Who is actually the inspiration for The Exorcist. Um, You know, The Exorcist was obviously a movie and it's based on a book, but this book is based on this case. Um, Got it. You will see that there are some differences between the movie and this story, for example, the person being possessed in this, the real case was a boy. In the movie, it's a girl. Okay. Yeah. So let's jump in. Sure. And see how it, uh, you know, how we do. So this story starts in um, St. Louis. And there is a... St. Louis. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. What song is that? <laughs> so... I've never heard that song. <laughs> I think it's Nelly. <laughs> 
the unlikely soundtrack. <laughs> so, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Continue. I'm oh sorry. boy. Okay. So actually, it's good you said that because I realized I may be incorrect in saying that the majority of this story takes place in St. Louis. I actually believe it begins in Maryland, okay. where Rolando and his family uh, lived in kind of the beginning of this. So essentially, the story kind of starts. Um, Rolando, and by the way, that's a pseudonym. That's not his actual mm-hmm. name. Um, during this whole case, because he was a minor, he was his name was kept secret. Sure. Um, I believe if you do go on the internet, you can find his real name today. But mm-hmm. um, and I've I did read a few accounts of it. But just for the purposes of this, I'm going to stay with you know the yeah, pseudonym. I just fair. don't think it's right to say his name. Yeah. Um, so Rolando is what we're going to call him. He was 13 years old. Um, he lived with his family in. Maryland, but really suburban D.C., which we lived not too far from there. Um, He was very close to his aunt, who passed away in January of 1949. Okay. Um, She had been a spiritualist, so she was into Mm -hmm. Ouija boards, um, spirit boards. Yeah, kind of the darker, not necessarily darker, but things that kind of connect us to the other plane. Yep. So he kind of became interested in those things, too. Um, In one instance that I read... He had actually done a Ouija board session with her. And then in some instances I read, he did a Ouija board session after she died, trying to speak with her. Uh, So that's kind of where things start happening. So after, yeah. So whatever happens, the family starts noticing like weird things happening in the house. They hear scratching noises. Water is kind of coming from everywhere and they can't explain it. Nay, nay on that. Which to a homeowner is an absolute (laughs) nightmare, as we can tell you as previous homeowners. Water coming out of places they shouldn't be coming out of is no good. <laughs> no way. Absolutely no good. So weird things starts happening, and his mattress and his bed start moving during the night. Mm. So um, obviously this is a big old red flag, don't when you think? When the bed goes a rocking. Oh my god. <laughs> Demons come a knocking. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh my god, you are chock full of I'm good ready. commentary. I'm ready. I'm on it today. She came prepared. <laughs> So obviously all these scary things happening in their house is concerning to his family. So um, Roland's family kind of looks, goes outward and seeks help. So they talk to doctors, they talk to psychiatrists, um, they even talk to a minister and really nothing comes out of it. The things don't stop. But the minister finally, you know, says that the family needs to seek the assistance of a Jesuit priest. Okay. Um, Why Jesuit? I don't know. I don't fully understand the differences between priests not Mm -hmm. being a religious person, but... Um, essentially they were visited by a father Hughes who was a Catholic priest and he, after examining the boy, went back to the church and asked for permission to do an exorcism in February of 1949. Um, during this, it was kind of a violent, uh, procedure. Mm -hmm. Basically he was, um, strapped down to a mattress and during this, you know, he was scratched. Um, there was the word scratched Lewis across his chest. Whoa. Yeah. So Fuck this that. this is why I said St. Louis, because even though this was happening in Maryland, after this event occurs and they see the word, they think it means that it's a sign that they have to go to St. Louis to get 
help for him. Right. So that is where the majority of the story takes place. And I think that's where The Exorcist, the movie, is set. But I could be wrong. Oh, fuck that. I've never seen that movie. Don't look at me. I don't. (laughs) You know, I think I've seen parts of it. I know my mom has seen it. Your mom's crazy. She is crazy. Sorry, Kathy. Love you to death. But your ghost shit is scary. My thing is that people who can go see scary movies and then just go about their day like nothing (laughs) has happened. No. No. No, mm-hmm. even if we do watch a scary movie, I have to watch at least two funny movies, like, after, yeah. to, like, cleanse my palate of yeah. scariness. My aunt, Amy, she goes at, like, oh, nighttime, too. Like, she yeah. loves to watch them at night when it's, like, dark Alone. and Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, what oh, the fuck? No. no. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Folks, true story. I saw Paranormal Activity when I was in high school in theaters, <laughs> and I went home that night, and I crawled into the bed with my 12-year-old baby sister, <laughs> because if anything was coming up in there, it was coming to get her first. So, Sorry, Gabby. Sorry. <laughs> I was ready to sacrifice you to whatever may have been in our house. Sweet but baby lamb, Gabby. I, I wouldn't call her sweet baby lamb. <laughs> she was at the time. She was very sweet. But I was ready to, you know, come get her. I'm throwing her out the bed and I'm running. Just every man for himself. You are so. 100% that Yeah, bitch. I'm getting out of there. Mm-mm. I don't fucks with it. <laughs> so, essentially... The family decides to go to St. Louis. They have family there that they kind of were talking to and trying to get um, a connection to anyone that can help them and, you know, hopefully fix what is happening. Because even after they get to St. Louis, the things are still happening okay. in a new so house. So follow them. Right. So it's yep. not the house, really, at this point we can rule out. It's something attached to him. And it sounds like during the day that he would be fine, like very... All accounts said he was a very nice kid, like very well spoken, polite. But at night, it was just it was night and day, literally. Yeah. Because he would thrash. He would. It almost would seem like have seizures. He would yell. That's crazy. A lot of scary. That's scary. Yeah, and it said also he would enter like trance like states. He would start speaking in voices that weren't his, his. own. He apparently at one point spoke perfect Latin, though a thirteen year old <laughs> usually would not know Latin at this point. Um. So, yeah, there are multiple exorcisms that happen. Um, They kind of escalate in nature. Um, At one point, he, during the session, is scratched into what looks like an X across his chest. And to the priest, this signified that he may have been possessed by ten demons at the time. Whoa. So multiple things are kind of, you know, going on here. So things really ramp up. Um, He gets to a point where now he's urinating on the bed during the sessions. Um... One, and I don't exactly know when this occurs, he's like strapped to a bed, and at one point he gets this just burst of strength and is able to break out of his restraints, and is ending, like, I think he breaks a bed spring off in one of the accounts and slashes one of the priests across their arm, yeah. So, you know, his parents at this point are like, he's got to get out. Well, he's got to get out of the house. Like, we can't do anything. So they take him to the Alexian Brothers Hospital in St. Louis, which I don't believe is in service anymore, Uh um, for more serious treatment. And obviously, this is a religiously-based hospital. There are priests there, and they can kind of take things up a level. They can subdue him. Yep. So finally, things kind of come to an end. Well, it's ironic, because it says this happened on April 18th. (laughs) My B-Day. Yeah, what, what. Um, so it says they call it a miracle. Basically, they've had just numerous exorcisms. Nothing's changing. And then, you know, he kind of goes into one of these fits. He, you know, starts roaring and making these guttural noises. And then suddenly, you know, uh, Roland kind of wakes up and just says he's gone. And tells the priest that whatever was in him has left. And that while he was kind of in his trance, he envisioned himself being on like a battlefield. And the archangel, St. Michael, 
was fighting Satan on his behalf and slayed Satan in this kind of dreamlike state. Shit. And then once that happened, he woke up. And it's crazy because after that day, nothing else happened to him. It said that he grew up and, you know, lived a normal life. Um, That's insane. Yeah, and nothing kind of Just like, like that. Like just, just like that. Like after all of that turbulence, it was just done. And I think if he is still alive today, which we don't know, I think he would be in his 80s. Yeah. So... Um, that's crazy. Imagine just being like, yo, mom and dad, I'm back. And like, I'm good. Like, let's roll. I mean, I can just imagine those poor parents. Like, what do you do? How do you get through that? Bring him um, to a hospital for sure. Well, and I think in the end they kind of did the right thing by yeah. taking him somewhere where he could be kept Shit, safe man. during all of this. But it's, that's really scary. That is really scary. I couldn't imagine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We can't have kids. No, <laughs> no, we can't have kids. Absolutely not. No, no, no. Oh, that's no. a big hell no. No. So that was that was my story. That's really crazy. That's a really good one. Yeah. I, you know, I'd never seen the movie. I'd never really heard of him at all. So that was right. Really yeah, it's interesting. Kind of the, un, the story you know, but you don't. Know. Yeah. Yeah. Good and it makes me that. good job. Thank you. It makes me want to watch The Exorcist, but not really. <laughs> so I'm gonna make my mom watch The Exorcist, <laughs> and she can tell me how many things line up because I'm too scared. Oh man. Oh man. All right. Well, mine has like a lot of similarities. Okay. Um. You know what I'm talking about. The show Paranormal State. I love that show. It's yes. so good. It is I wish it was great. still on. I know. That's an older one. It is, but it's just so spooky and it is scary. Spooky. Yeah. So this one was about possession, mm-hmm. um, and it was really terrifying. We saw this episode, right? And we were terrified. Yeah. Okay. Time. Okay. Uh, was Gabby with us? I think she was. Was and she? I think she was probably... We'll have to text her after this and ask, but will. I'm pretty sure she was. We're going to have to upload the photo of Gabby, because they were just here last <laughs> weekend. <laughs> oh. And we showed them the, right. showed them the caught on camera. Yeah, back it up. Tell the story. <laughs> um, Caitlin has found a new show that she's obsessed with and has gotten uh, Shout out us. from Lindsay. Thank you, Lindsay. Thank yes. you, Lindsay, for getting us hooked on this show, because it literally is so terrifying, but it's so good. It is so good. Paranormal, caught on camera. Yep. And we decided at like nine o'clock it'd be fun to just all snuggle up in the bed and yep. watch scary shows. And we I've been telling you about rakes. Yeah. For like ever. Oh, and that's we right. finally yep. found the episode with the rake that was yep. like terrifying. Yep. And, and it was Gabby has terrifying. a pretty horrible picture of me <laughs> one crazy night on the floor with the dog. <laughs> and that's her like contact photo on sheet when I call We're her. We're very much into blackmail. Yeah. Well I've got blackmail on her now. <laughs> The face of sheer terror. It was sheer terror. And all she could say after that was like, I have 12 chins. <laughs> and she's like, delete it. And I was like, oh, hell no. So now we're talking about it on a podcast that's distributed <laughs> and we're everywhere. And show everybody Gabby's 12 chins. <laughs> yeah. You thought you had me good on your iPhone. Rate us on iTunes and we'll show you this picture. How about, let's make a deal, shall we? Get us some like reviews that. and we will show you the picture of my sister looking like she's oh. about to, you know, pass out. So, so great. <laughs> so great. So throwback to, you know, the yeah. old OG yeah. ghost shows here, yeah. Paranormal State. Um, so in this one, the girl's name is Laura. Mm-hmm. Um, she's young. Yeah. Just started feeling, well, first she bought an EVP, an electronic voice phenomena. So she's like, like trying to talk. Yeah. So you like talk in and then like people. So apparently this lady started talking back to her. And then it's just like yeah. weird shit started happening. Um, she just got scratches. Mm. Um, she felt like someone like punched her in the chest really hard Mm-mm-mm. to the point where she had to go to the hospital. She like had a hard time breathing. Wow. So they're just, it was increasingly worse. And one time she had a pentagram scratched on her leg. 
Yes. And that's when they decided, maybe we should call someone. (laughs) No, that's not good, folks. No. And she was taking a bath one time and was like underwater and said she heard like a loud like banging on the side of the tub. So she went to go up to see like what the hell happened. Yeah. And she said like someone was pushing her back down and she started thrashing and thrashing. Her mom came up and was like trying to rip her out. Her mom said, like the harder she tried to pull her out, the harder someone pulled Pushed her down. back. And Ugh. then she said she felt like she was raped. Wow. So Paranormal State, they come in and Chip, uh, yeah, my favorite guy, Chip Coffee, yeah. yes, he comes in and so he's kind of talking. Yep. And says, you know, I know this is kind of weird, um, but were you like sexually assaulted by this? And yeah. she said, yes, it felt like I'd been raped in the bathtub. And Ugh. then he just kind of starts shaking his head. And he's like, you know, it, it just said to me, I raped that bitch. Oh. I'm like, oh. Yikes. What? Insane. So they are, like, trying to be really proactive. And, like, let's, the longer it Something stays in your body. Done, the, I mean, yeah. So the yeah. longer it's there, the worse it becomes. So right. they're, like, straight into it. Like, they're going to try to, you know. First, just try to cleanse the house. Yep. So that doesn't work. And now yep. they're just realizing that it's not connected to the house at all. It's, it's her. her. Sure. So they ask the parents to leave because the right. parents are just obviously very distraught as sure. any parent would Naturally. be. So it's just Laura and kind of their team. Yes. Um, and Laura becomes very ill. She starts mm. just vomiting. And so she's yeah. in the bathroom and she's kind of leaned over and the kind of bottom of her shirt is up a little bit and she starts kind of screaming and grabbing her back and she has six scratch marks uh, on like right above her like butt yeah. crack right yeah and then they're like are you okay are you okay she's screaming and then she says oh god no mm-hmm. and then she like stops moving completely goes silent and they're like are you okay are you okay and she doesn't say anything and yeah. then like in this really creepy voice she's just like i am six it's like oh Fuck that. Nope. Oh, nope, uh-oh. Nope. So. It's time to break out the holy water, <laughs> yeah. folks. No, thank you. Well, so that's what they do. Yeah. They get her kind of calmed down. Like, it kind of goes away for yeah. a little bit. They're like, get on the couch. They call EMT to yeah. be there because she's just like. Well, yeah, they need to make sure she's reacting. being monitored. So they squirt her with holy water and they're just like saying prayers. And she starts just like growling like this really low like grumbling I remember growl. this part it was really scary and then she like looks at him and like hisses at him Ooh, and like the more no, they like no, squirt no. her with the holy water like the worse it is and then they just keep saying I am six I am six yeah and so I found that interesting in your story when he had the x cross they mm. thought he was represented 10 right and so they're saying that six. they think it because the whatever was possessing her said I am many I am oh. many I am six so that's a reference to, and I, uh, please don't come at me on <laughs> reviews, folks, because that is a reference to something called Legion. Yes, I've I am heard Legion, that. Yes, which is I, I think the first demon recorded in the Bible. That she, I, again, this is very far fetched from my memories, but I think it's either an apostle. Um, I don't think it's Jesus. Asks this person, you know, what are you? And he responds, "I am Legion," which means I am many. many. Yeah. So that's kind of the the OG reference. Well, and that probably is. Why they get so pissed when it's holy yeah. water and well, they're, Yeah, they're reacting. They don't like that. <laughs> they don't like that. So, I mean, eventually they kind of get her on the couch and relaxed and they just start performing the exorcism. Sure. And she's just violently just contorting into weird, you know, positions yeah. and screaming and growling and hissing and they're just 
you know, every time she gets hit with the holy water, it's just like a violent reaction. And then she kind of just settles and they just, they're not really sure. Like all her vitals were okay. You know, yeah. obviously her blood pressure was really high, but sure. you know, it was starting to come down. She wasn't talking. The, you know, six wasn't talking and they kept calling her name, Laura, Laura, Laura. And she finally like opened her eyes and she it. was just like, it's me, it's me. And yeah. like they, you know, are you tricking us? Is it six tricking us? Right. And they finally felt that it was her. Yeah. Um, so she was doing much better. Good. And well, not so good. Oh, no, not good. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, two weeks later, they kind of followed up and she was in the hospital again. Um, it was happening. They were trying to do something with like holy water again to keep her cleansed. Um, and she just started having like violent reactions again. And there, uh, I, I haven't seen any follow up past from that. that. Um, but it said basically the last update was she's still battling. Oh, wow. This, like presence. And well, yeah. It's that's crazy. I, I forgot to put in the spot where she got sucked down oh, the laundry chute. Yeah. And they said, like, there's no way she could have fit in there Ooh. or, like, gotten out by herself. And she did. That's. I can't, being claustrophobic, I could not really imagine anything like more terrifying than that. Um, yeah, and uh, and a point about this too is having seen this episode, um, you know, during the the exorcism when they're doing this, mind you, this girl looks like she probably weighs ninety pounds. I yeah. mean, she is tiny, and at one point, it is three grown men holding her down, She's and she is pushing head. them up. Like mm-hmm. there's just it's it's unsettling to watch. It's very disturbing to see because it's just does not. It's not conducive with the person you're looking at. Like, there's yeah. no way she can do that, but she is. It's crazy. It is crazy. It's, mm, that is, that is so scary. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> oh boy, I couldn't imagine. But it's true. It made me, you know, kind of the parallels between those two stories is that, you know, it sounds like that at the time she was still battling and that, you know, perhaps the the first exorcism did something, but not everything. Right. And I think in the story of Roland Doe, I don't know the exact number, but he went through like 60 something exorcisms Fucking before crazy. it was done. So how it, do you it, just live a normal life like that? Like, how do you, I, I got to call in sick because like I'm possessed. Well, like, right. I mean, I, I don't think you do. And I think this is something that really has the potential to ruin people's lives. Yeah. I mean, you know, how... How do you, A, get help and be believed? Right. How do you, you know, get the support, especially if you're an adult and you have to work? If you're a parent, how do you support your child going through this? Yeah. And how do you keep your faith? Because I'm sure that is a huge test of one's belief system. Absolutely. Um, and I'm sure it has the potential to change it. You mm-hmm. know, I would imagine if I went through something like that, I would probably have a different perspective. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's a it's. A really interesting and terrifying kind of concept. It is. I'm glad we're doing this during the day. It's yeah, me too. 11.30 a.m. <laughs> yeah, we never podcast at night because we're too chicken to do that. Um, no, I... What well, good episode. It was a good episode. It was an interesting... There's so much more you could do on it, too. Yep. And there's so many, like, more cases. Like, Annalise Michelle or Mikkel is really interesting as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I definitely think there's potential to do more yep. in the future on this. I think we should do another one. Yeah. And if you want us to do more, let us know too. So yeah. we can kind of know what you like, what you Absolutely. don't like. I think doing like exorcisms, that could be the next one. Yeah. That'd be a good one. Yep. Well, we're going to have to think of some good ones to do because we're going to be pre-recording yeah. for our vacation because I, I love you all folks, but we are not recording on vacation <laughs> because I have a 50 pound or I think, it, I think it's 50 pound weight limit for the bag. And, yeah. Um, if you don't know me, you know that I will pack up to 49.9 and I have done that before. <laughs> 
If anyone knows how to pack up to a weight limit, it's me. It's you. And the recording equipment just won't fit. <laughs> so we will be sure to update with pictures and things through the trip. But yes. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that's wrapping it up. Do you have anything else? I think that's Before it. Will we get out of here and go swim? I don't think so. I'm ready. <laughs> I'm hot. Yep. All right. Well, remember, there are two ways you can get in contact with us. We do have an Instagram, uh, Ghoul Friends Podcast. We also have an email account, ghoulfriendspodcast at gmail.com. So feel free to reach out to us on either to let us know what you like, what you don't like, and anything you want us to talk about in the future. We will let you go for now. We're going to go swim. I'm always Celeste. And I'm always Caitlin. And we're always going to be your girlfriends. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>